As an engineering leader, you know firsthand that achieving work-life balance can be hard. Many business owners struggle with the balance between their personal lives and their work. This leads to stress and a feeling of regret. But that's not the case for the listeners of the Engineer Your Success podcast with Dr. James Bryant. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. Tune in. Let's engineer your success today. All right. Welcome to Engineer Your Success with Dr. James Bryant. I have the pleasure of having Coach Pete here with me today. Pete, how are you doing? I'm doing great, man. It's, it's awesome to see you again. I always love our chats. Yeah, yeah, man. It's been great. And so Pete and I were both went through a business certification program. That's where we know each other. And But Pete, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, we only have a few minutes and it, it's a long life, <laughs> but, but uh, I, I, I'm a business owner. Uh, always, I just love business, James. I just love it. And uh, I own some shoe stores. I've got a coaching business called Simplifying Entrepreneurship. I'm a podcaster. I run mastermind groups and things like that, but just really love talking business, thinking about business, uh, you know, I, all the different things. It, it you know, it's so interesting because for a lot of people, their job, their business brings the, and it sucks the energy out of them. It's exactly the opposite for me. When we talk business, when we have these conversations, that's, it like gives me energy. And uh, I think that's the big part of why I love what I do. I love being in business, being an entrepreneur, talking business, all that good stuff. And uh, all right. so simplifying entrepreneurship is where I spend a lot of my time these days. Okay. And so if people wanted to connect with you to get more information about what you're going to be talking about what's the best way for them to do that well easy just uh google simplifying entrepreneurship and you'll find uh, all of that good stuff or or you can hook up on linkedin at pete moore p-e-t-e-m-o-h-r and uh that's really the two easiest ways to connect either on linkedin or on my website at simplifying entrepreneurship oh you know that that is great we're going to include links to uh, both your linkedin profile and your website in the show notes so folks won't have to go searching uh, you can look at the show notes, be able to click there. I really wanted to uh, bring you on to talk about this whole concept of turning frustrations into freedoms. Can you can you yeah. elaborate on that a little bit more? Yeah. So it's uh, it's all kind of around this what I call the four P model, and uh, the four P model sort of. I'll give you the four P's right off the bat, and we can talk a little bit about them after that. But the first one is product and or service. So, I mean, I know engineers aren't selling a whole lot of products or selling more service, but just for the sake of four P's, we call it you know product. And then the next one is process and having the right systems and frameworks in place and always be honing them. I mean, there's never a perfect process, but we're always perfecting process, right? And it's just one of those things we need to continuously do. The third one is people. Having all the right people around you, your clients, your team members, and all of those people that help deliver your promise in order that you can get the right amount of profit. Because once we have those four Ps in place, life gets easier. We can get our time back. We can start feeling good about things. And you know, we're turning those frustrations into freedoms through the clarity of aligning all four of those Ps. And when we have that clarity, we build the confidence. And when we have the confidence, we build momentum and things go well. And, you know, it's just, it's just, I call it the wheel of momentum. It's just how 
things start to travel for you. And I mean, engineers get the get the idea of a uh, of a wheel. So there we go. Yeah, yeah. You know, once you start building that momentum and you're able yeah. to get traction, yeah. I've done a couple of episodes just dealing with clarity, both internal clarity mm-hmm. and external clarity. Yeah. You know, walking uh, people through and the podcast listeners through this whole ideal of having the clarity of you, understanding mm-hmm. who you are, what you want to do, why you want to do it, and yeah. how that plays a role in in fueling the the clarity in external areas, your goals, what you want to do in your business, what you want to do in your career. It really helps to fuel that. But one of the things you mentioned in your four P's are people. I really think that that's important. I think that uh, engineers, uh, key principals, business owners, and people within their career, maybe team leaders, can really get some value in a, just a deeper discussion about the people piece. It's, in my opinion, the biggest one. It's the one that can cause the most frustration. It's also the one that can cause the most freedom. And in aligning with that, you know, starting it off with that first framework of the ideal client, who is your ideal client? I mean, if you take a piece of paper and literally, uh, we all know this, we all know who this person is, the person that's given you the most frustration in your entire career, you remember that person's name. I'm sure you do. It's like, oh yeah, that was John Smith. And so on the left-hand side of the paper, write down John Smith and everything you remember about the frustrations that that provided, that interaction, that whole thing, just write it down. What bothered you? What frustrated you? What gave you the, like endless sleepless nights? All of that stuff. Or just write it all down. On the other side of the paper, it's the person, your dream client, the best client you've ever had. You remember that person's name too. Sometimes the people in between, a little less hard to remember, but these outliers, mm-hmm. you remember them. Yeah. So you go back to your best ever client and you're like, why was this my best ever client? And you're writing it down. All of those reasons why that person was just the dream to work with. And then you lay this out in a map, essentially. And everybody you're working with, you can put in this map, just build yourself a little chart from one to 10. And you're rating the people around those different ideas of why they were good and why they were bad. And all of those things, you can lay it out on a chart and you can really use this framework for anybody that brings in. And when you start marketing, when you start looking for new clients, and when you start doing all that other stuff, you're really looking for those 10 clients always. And you're doing everything you can do in your power to stay away from those ones. At Banowitz Marketing, we succeed when you succeed. Build a thriving family business with great marketing that actually works. How? Start with comprehensive marketing direction and a clear action plan. Then get attentive expert help and choose whether that help comes as done for you services or as done with you guidance. Visit us at thrivingfamilybusiness.com to get started today. Yeah, you want to attract the clients that you prefer, the type of clients that you prefer. And in, in going through this process that you're talking about, Pete, you're able to identify what those qualities are and you can build that into your marketing. You build that into your messaging. You know, what messages are going to appeal to that ideal client? I mean, even if you're thinking about from an engineering perspective, you may be thinking about launching a new product line or yeah. maybe offering a new service. You may do stuff in building construction and maybe you're going into 
uh, commercial or you're thinking about doing something in utilities or earthwork, start thinking about the ideal client. What are their needs? What are their wants? And how are they going to hear you in a, in a crowded room and your message comes around and they're going to say, oh, that's who I need to seek out to work on this next project. Yeah, man. Not only attracting the right ones, but repelling the wrong ones. Mm, that's right? a good one. Just as important, just as important is, is the fact that you want to, through that messaging, through those conversations, through everything that you do, through your literature, you want to be repelling the wrong customer. Every bit is important because the wrong customer takes away too much of your valuable time. Yeah. Yeah. It, it takes away time. Oh my takes gosh. away energy. Sucks the uh, blood out of you. Yeah. <laughs> right. We've and all I felt want, it. We, yeah. we all felt it. So, but I think a lot of people don't underestimate the fact that it's just as important to repel the wrong yes. customer. And, yes. and you need to know what that customer looks like. You need to feel it. You need to you know, really go back and live that again so that you don't relive it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Feel it, live it. And then when you have those qualities that are there, yeah. Yeah. you're able to filter them out, right? Because yeah. you, you, you want to filter them out. It, it Things could yeah. look good on paper yeah. and it could be, oh man, this is going to be great. It's going to be a great contract. Mm-hmm. It's going to be X amount of revenue, but then look at these, these qualities. Yeah. Wait a minute. This, this person's fitting over in this bad client group. Do I yeah. really want to take on that level of frustration uh, in order to pursue that? Yeah. Because every time you do, you go back and you say, why did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Because there's this more to it than just getting the next business, the next job. And when you think of that, if we look at it from a contractor or something like that, mm-hmm. when we look at it from that, you take that because maybe right now I, I needed to take it. But all of the time and the effort and all the frustration, all of those things that you're spending in accommodating that, you're not allowing yourself that time to go and get the right client. Yeah. And and we want to be able to attract the right client, yeah. repel the clients that we want. Yeah. And the way that we do that is really understanding the qualities of the clients we want to attract and the qualities of the clients that we don't want. If you yeah, don't take the, the best, time to do that, you, yeah. you're going to be lost. So, the uh, you know, James, we've talked a lot uh, in the past and I love one page tools, right? I love just getting stuff down on a page. So the best thing to do is literally list that out in a framework of one to 10 with a few of your qualities that you really want and lay that out as to where they rank. Mm-hmm. And when you can do that in a quick sort of regular manner, then it's really easy to make a decision based on uh, the inflow of something uh, as to whether or not you want to take that because you're rating them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, we talk more about people. We sort of started off with the right client. The next part is the right team. And you're doing exactly the same thing with your team members. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Who's the worst ever team member. Who's the best ever team member. Mm -hmm. You can do the exact same thing. It's a, it's going to be a different, a different framework, you know, but really using that same chart, rating them one to 10, you know, list of, of six or eight of the key areas that you think are important. And, you know, what do each of those things mean? And from one to 10, how does that lay out? And then you're really just saying this person's an ideal team player Mm -hmm. and part somebody who I truly want and can grow with and wants to grow with me, understands the vision, all this other stuff. And this person isn't. Yeah. So as leaders in our business, in our engineering business, or in anybody else who's listening to this, you know, we need to understand that those are the things that we we can't hire based on one or two things. They have to be the full package in order to have continual 
success with that person as part of our team, not only for us as the leaders of the business and for the rest of the team, but for our clients, most importantly for our clients so that they see the continuity of the entire business. And we're delivering again, delivering our promise through our team members, through the ideal client. You know, if we have the ideal client, we can deliver the promise in a more efficient, more effective way with the right team members and with the right outsource partners. Right. Yeah. No, no, I think that that is great. The the thing that I would add to that is when you're doing this type of evaluation, make sure that you evaluate yourself as well, because you want to be a good team player as well and and a good leader of a team. And so, you know, the greatest level of awareness, in my opinion, is self-awareness. When you're when you're really aware of your strengths and aware of what you can do, what you can't do, that's the greatest level of awareness. And so. As you're going through this, I want to make sure that people are evaluating themselves as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's that's absolutely wise. And I used to have a business and we were we were cleaners, James. I don't know whether you knew this or not, but you know, I have scrubbed more toilets and urinals in my life than you could ever <laughs> imagine. <laughs> and as the leader of that business, if I wasn't prepared to go in and scrub that urinal and make it as clean and as spotless and disinfect and sanitize that the way we are delivering the promise to our client. Yeah. Yep. Doesn't work. It, it right? does not work. You, you have it to needs, be willing. It needs to be through. It needs yeah. to be through. They need to understand that you're going to live up to the expectations that you're setting. No, yo, no, that, that is absolutely correct. Pete, um, you know, I want to thank you for your time and talking through the four P's. I do want to, you know, part of what, you know, we talk about here is being able to have success both in business and in life and being able to provide maybe some success principles that you've come across in your journey of starting businesses, owning businesses, operating businesses. Are there some principles of success that you've practiced or you've really found or helping your clients practice that would be great to share with our audience? You know, I think, uh, James, one of my favorite ones is from Dean Jackson, great marketer. I just uh, love uh, Dean's way of looking and thinking about things. And he often says, or I've heard him say, and I often say, I guess is maybe the more (laughs) better way to put it is there are 24 hours in a day. You can't buy more and you can't use less. Mm, Yeah. And I think the idea of how we use our time And as I get older, it's an interesting thing too. You know, how valuable is your time, Mm -hmm. both personally and professionally? How do you judge the time with your family? How do you judge the time with your team? How do you judge the time with your friends and other personal relationships? What value do you put on that? How much are you going to spend? Because you can't buy more time. Yeah, that's true. It's one of the things that's, it is what it is. And, you know, so how you're using your time is so crucial into enjoying a better life and a better future. And so from that perspective, I think that's one of the ones that I've lived by James. I really am conscious about how I use my time. Okay. All right. And being that you've started so many businesses, is there, is there some advice that you would give to someone who is maybe considering taking that leap? You know, what, what advice would you give people? Well, first of all, I think, you know, being a business owner isn't for everyone. And some people think, you know, it should be, or it is or whatever, but the reality of it is, is it isn't for everyone. And you have to be 
okay with risk. You have to be okay with, you know, making your own decisions. You have to be okay with not having somebody telling you what to do and not expecting somebody to tell you what to do. You have to be okay with making your own future, all of those different things. And if that sounds like somebody that you are, you are okay with all those things and maybe being, being in business is for you. And, you know, for me, I've never looked back. I've, mm. I've, I've worked for somebody else for six months of my entire life. My dad's best friend, his name was Peter too. Great guy, <laughs> loved his business, good business. But at the same time, I realized that it wasn't for me. And I think most entrepreneurs know deep down whether it is for them or whether it isn't for them. And if it is for you, I encourage you to do it. And I encourage you to, you know, come up with that. And we talked a lot about clarity. You know, we've talked, you know, I know you do in your podcast too. I listen to your podcast every week and thank you. all of that sort of stuff around clarity. So have the full clarity of what it is you want to do. Think about the four P's. What is the product that you're going to offer? What's the unique solution? What is the, you know, the process, the systems, the frameworks that you're going to do in your unique way, who are the people that you're going to wrap around yourself with and your business with so that you can enjoy the profit, enjoy a better life and enjoy how you want to live under your own terms of being an entrepreneur. And if that sounds like something you truly want to do, then I encourage you to go ahead and do it. Because uh, for those of us who are entrepreneurs, you know, we basically become unemployable, James. <laughs> Who'd want to employ this guy? He's not going to stay with me anyway. Yeah. So, so Pete, I just want to thank you for your time. Um, I know you're super busy. Uh, it's always exciting and great to talk to you. I thank you for having me on your podcast. Um, I'll also include a link to that episode in the yeah, show notes here. Episode. And I, I just really appreciate you as a friend uh, as a, a collaborator, as a partner, and just thank you again. Likewise, buddy. It's been a pleasure. Thanks so much. All right. Now I want to go off script for a second here, Pete. You have these beautiful musical instruments here. Can, can we get you to play something for the audience? Just a couple of strings or something. A couple of strings. Well, I'll grab my guitar here. Um, jeepers, I wasn't ready for this, uh, James. <laughs> It is something that would be unexpected. Come on. All right. All right. Pete, thank you, man. I appreciate that. I'm sure the listeners will enjoy that as well. Thanks, buddy. Mm hmm. Thank you for listening to Engineer Your Success with Dr. James Bryant. Do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it, and a small fraction of people actually do it. I believe that you can have success both in business and in life, and it's my passion to guide you on your path to engineering your success. Thanks. Thanks.